Hey everybody, welcome to It's Rare, I am Phil Rare, and I want to talk to you a little bit about the birthday backlash. Birthdays have changed quite a bit in my lifetime, and uh, you know, some of that's probably got to do with getting older and You know, everything's different when you're older. You don't have, uh, you know, you don't go to school on your birthday or, you know, that kind of nonsense. Of course, I never went to school on my birthday because uh, you just missed it. It's always on vacation the day after Christmas. Everybody uh, likes to be a downer about it. The only thing that is negative in my eyes about... Uh, having your birthday be the day after Christmas is every time that you tell somebody that they say oh that must suck that's the only thing that sucks about it is that the only reaction you get when you tell people your birthday is oh that must suck well really I don't care I don't want anything for my birthday don't get me anything for my birthday you don't have to tell me happy birthday I don't care So, um, one of the major changes uh, to birthdays uh, over the past mm, 15 to 20 years has been been Facebook. And what happens when it's your birthday and you have Facebook? And what happens is... uh, 350 people plus that you haven't talked to, literally haven't talked to in probably several years, um, wish you a happy birthday. And it's nice if they're thinking of you. It's nice. But, man, why don't you just give me a call? Why don't you give me a call in June? Why don't you call me up? Maybe we'll go get a beer. Instead of, uh, you know, saying happy birthday on Facebook because it told you to. Because it reminds everybody every day that it's your birthday. So what I did, um, and I tried to do this last year, uh, but I was unsuccessful, is last year I, I attempted to remove my birthday from Facebook. And it almost worked. I don't know what happened. I thought it was going to work. And then somehow it got out there that it was my birthday. And everybody started with the happy birthdays. And that's great, except when I'm in the woods hiking uh, on my birthday, I don't want my phone to go off 300 times because I've gotten a comment. And even if I was having a party or whatever, you know, regardless... I don't need like 300 notifications that somebody's uh, filled in the little thing that says happy birthday. Wish Phil a happy birthday, please. So, uh, it didn't work last year. This year it did. And I was able to fly under the radar with my birthday and it had some unexpected consequences. Um, Really unexpected consequences, actually. So, the first thing that happened was... Uh, I woke up on my birthday, 
and I saw that my mom had posted something about it being my birthday on Facebook. It's like, damn, like I was trying to keep it, you know, under the radar, and my mom was putting it on blast to everybody. Fortunately, I don't think she knows how to tag people on Facebook, so uh, I don't think any of my friends saw it. So I think I saw it. She, nobody else saw it. Everything was good. Um, she reminded me that I was the uh, last baby delivered by Dr. Kelly, um, who I'm sure is no longer with us. And apparently he delivered thousands and thousands of babies and I was the last one because he retired right after I came out two minutes after he broke the water so uh, thanks Dr. Kelly for helping me get here to where I am today the next thing that happened for my birthday that was kind of interesting is uh nothing and it was awesome it was okay and a few people remembered my birthday uh, and they sent me a text message hey happy birthday you know I caught up with them a little bit that was nice that's the kind of birthday wishes I like is um, not the I uh, filled in the thing because it said it reminded me it was your birthday of course if you've got it on a calendar somewhere that's nice but um it's nice to be able to catch up with people. I like that. And especially some people who I haven't had a chance to see in a long time from all different parts of the country. And uh, for them, it's, it's really cool to get a, a chance to hear from them. So I promised, promised that I would go to the Water Street Wine Bar for trivia. But before that, I went, met up with my brother, he gave me a pair of uh, cross-country skis that he'd salvaged from Craigslist. So I'm looking forward to checking those out one day. Maybe I'll, I'll give you an update on that. Um, went out with him. And this is where it started to get weird. We met up with two of my friends uh, who, who I go way back with and know really well. And while we went to have one beer... Because I had to drive. So we had one beer. And I uh, made fun of my friend. I said, what, you're not going to... He brought up the idea of having uh, Irish car bombs. Which our other friend, who's an army vet, um, recommended should be just called IEDs. Because why should it have to be Irish? um, When any IED could do it. So... He said, well, I'm not going to do a car bomb. So I started poking fun at him. I said, you wouldn't do a car bomb on my birthday while I watch? And he said, "Uh, no, and today is not your birthday. Because your birthday is December 24th. Your birthday was last week. Of course, he doesn't know that December 24th was also this week. Um, 
And I had to argue with him. I had to explain to him that, yes, in fact, today was my birthday. He did not believe it because he hadn't seen it on Facebook. And uh, in addition to that, it took my brother, who was there, (laughs) to convince him that that was my birthday. He wouldn't take my word for it that it was my birthday. So, uh, So that was interesting. And that was the beginning of of kind of the theme is that because it had not been on Facebook, it was a complete surprise to people. And some of them were actually argumentative over whether or not it could possibly be my birthday. Um, I went out to have a couple drinks. I did show up to the Water Street Wine Bar. I played a little bit of trivia. It's a lot of Disney questions and children for that particular uh, trivia night. So I, I didn't stay very long. I stayed for a couple rounds and then I got out of there because, I, guys, if you know me, uh, Disney movies, it's not it's not going to be a thing. So, uh, so I didn't really stick around for that. But I did go down to support uh, and, and give it a try. Of course, the DJ knew that it was my birthday. So he had a room full of people uh, sing me happy birthday, which is always uh, embarrassing as hell. And uh, so that was interesting. And then I went over to have a bite to eat at at another restaurant in town. And I I said something about... uh, I I, I was kind of keeping it to myself. I wasn't telling people it was my birthday... I, that wasn't my intention is to go have people celebrate my birthday. If it was, I would have invited people. And uh, so I went, I had some food, and I, one of my friends uh, asked if I wanted to have a drink, a shot. And I said, well, I don't really like to do shots, but uh, if she says I'm having a shot, then I'm having a shot. So I had a shot. And I said... Uh, something about it being for my birthday. And she was like, fuck you, it's not your birthday. There's no way it's your birthday. And she immediately went onto her phone to check if it was my birthday because she hadn't seen it on Facebook. Like, Jesus. So nobody will take your word for it anymore unless they've seen it on Facebook. Of course, the Internet's more accurate than than what you've got to say for yourself. I finally, I had to show her my my driver's license to prove to her that it was my birthday. And uh, she was pissed. So that was interesting. Carried on. Went home. Went to bed. Next day, I started getting messages from people who were pissed off that they missed my birthday. And uh, that that they hadn't seen my birthday or been invited to my birthday or uh, that it wasn't on Facebook and that they'd heard about it on the podcast or otherwise. And, uh, and that's what happens. That's what happens when you remove your birthday from Facebook. So I don't know if that's a super interesting story, but it's certainly... I felt like it was interesting to me and it might be something that 
uh, you might want to try it out. Take your birthday off Facebook. Make sure you get it plenty of time ahead of your birthday and that it's nowhere. You can't have it on. I, I think I've got it so that I can see it because it still knows it's my birthday and it tried to trick me into telling everybody by doing one of those birthday fundraisers. But, I don't know, I think I love charity. I support charity. If you want at any time to, uh, to support a charity, I think you should. And obviously, if, if you want to find out what charities I, I like to support, uh, feel free to ask. I have, I have several that I, that I enjoy supporting, um, whether it's with uh, volunteer work and just going and putting in time to help, or if it's money, or if it's uh, donating goods. I know I like to, uh, Millie's Pantry is a fantastic charity. Uh, they, they provide um, lunches. They provide food in the backpacks for, I believe, over 550 kids every weekend. Uh, every Friday they come and they get it in their backpack and throughout several different schools in Yates County. It's a really cool program. It's a really cool process for how they pack up the lunches too. So uh, if you ever get a chance to support them, I, I highly recommend it. Um, through my work with the Friends of the Outlet for the Cuca Outlet Trail, uh, each year we've tried to hook up with them around National Trails Day, which is the first Saturday of June, and support them with a donation of granola bars and trail guides and information about the Cuca Outlet Trail to encourage them to, you know, take some time, get outside, and, you know, maybe have a picnic. Who knows? Uh, but... National Trails Day is always an exciting time for us out on the trail. So uh, it's nice that we, we actually are able to funnel that donation through uh, Nature Valley. So they send us about a thousand granola bars each year, and then we're able to, you know, use some of them for our programs, and then use uh, and then donate the rest of this backpack lunch program. That's exciting to be able to help support them in that way. Of course, the Living Well is another one that helps helps local families uh, for whatever reason, not just the kids, but helps local families be able to get food on their shelves. And obviously, I put a lot of time into Friends of the Outlet, and I think it's a great way to support something in the community that I think is really important. And it, it doesn't put food in people's mouths. It doesn't put money in people's pockets. We're all volunteers. Uh... But it's part of the reason that I really love being involved with that organization is that it's a way to give to everybody. It's inclusive. Anybody who wants to use it can use it. Um, You can use it for walking, running, uh, horseback riding. There's even some snowmobiling certain times of the year, cross-country skiing. Um, fishing, bird watching, foraging. Of course, I don't recommend eating things that you've picked from the trail, especially if they're accumulating type plants because uh, that was, of course, an industrial corridor for over a century. So you really don't want to eat a lot of plants that are kind of picking up things from that soil. 
But the other thing is, you know, it brings joy to people in the community. It brings people to the area to help support local businesses. Um, it helps preserve history, nature. Uh, even if you have disabilities, you're able to access it in some way. And, of course, I, I'd like to work to improve that even more and, and make sure that if you want to enjoy the outdoors and if you want to enjoy the beautiful waterfalls or different opportunities that are available on the Cugat Trail, I think that you should be able to. So that's been a big part of my mission as, as the vice president there and as part of the board is to kind of help make it more inclusive and just let people know that it's all, it's not magic. It doesn't come from nowhere. It, it comes from a labor of love. It comes from people who, who really care about it, who have great memories from it, who go out there to do something nice for the community. That's really important to me. So, you know, get involved with something. I think it's, it's important to find some way to get involved with something. If, if you're waiting, uh, just pick up the phone or uh, get on Facebook and find an organization that find an organization that you like find an organization that does something that's uh, that you think is important check into them make sure that what they're doing is all um, you know good quality good quality charity I think is important that you know when, when you give to friends of the outlet all of the money goes toward helping make it a better trail experience and helping preserve helping preserve it and helping uh, improve opportunities for people. So um, I know a lot of the charities that I look at, especially some of the national and international type charities that they have big fat salaries for their CEO. They have a lot of expenses that are not exactly uh, I don't know how to say it but the, the money is not all going necessarily where you think it's going so check into the charity make sure that it's a good charity make sure that you're, you're giving your money to something and that it's going where you want it to go um, if you have an opportunity I know that all of our board meetings for the Friends of the Outlet are, are open so if you want to come learn about the organization or see what we're doing or see what we're talking about, you're welcome to come down and uh, sit in a meeting and see what we're talking about that month. So, so I think that's important too. Uh, but don't let, don't wait for it to be my birthday to give to a charity, you know. And of course, if you don't have money, I've given a lot more time than I have money. I don't have, you know, there, there's no way that I could give in in money what I can give with uh, with my effort, you know, to go out and give um, any expertise I might have, to give the effort that I can take to research things and develop things and and help promote. And I got to tell you, the the work that I've done, I don't want to pat myself on the back because. This would probably be happening without me, uh, at least on some level. But my work, the hours that I've put in, has been worth much more 
not only much more than the money I could give, but much more than the time that I could put in because part of what I've done is brought in other volunteers. And that's been another big focus of mine is to bring in uh, other people who care, whether it's to bring them on as new board members, committee members, um, to do events with, to whether I'm a liaison to an organization like um, we've had some great ones we've had some of our fundraiser dinners have been put on by other groups to benefit us and and those have been huge and it gets the community involved it's really good for everybody all around so um, I've probably rambled on enough about that but I think that's important that's what that's part of what's important to me What about you? you know, do you have charities that you like? Do you have community service that you enjoy? Um, are you doing a project that you want to talk about? I mean, I've been pretty excited some about a lot of things that are going on just locally that, man, I just never knew about. Like I was talking about Millie's Pantry. I knew that they did a backpack program. I, I didn't entirely know what that meant. Uh, I found out that what it meant was that they were getting food donations and money donations to purchase food, and they even have a uh, a little restaurant where and gift shop where all of the funds that are raised, uh, including the tips, everything goes straight to uh, supporting the backpack program and other programs that they work on, and. I thought that was really cool. And then when I got into donating the the granola bars for and, and collaborating with them for this National Trails Day, um, that was pretty exciting too. Because I'd never actually seen how it works. And it was pretty cool how it works. And, you know, I, I got to have some good conversation with the woman who runs it. I got to see how how they do these lunches they do over 500 lunches over 550 lunches and they're still able to make accommodations for people who have food allergies or sensitivities Um, it's like a regular assembly line and it's really neat they bring in these great volunteers every week Uh, they bring in kids they bring in um, sometimes different volunteer groups I know they've they've worked with the Cuca College baseball team, and they said that they could put it put it together pretty quick. And I think maybe the women's soccer team at Cuca too. I'm not sure. I can't remember what the other what the other team they said was, but it sounds like they they uh, were really excited to have those students come in and help that day. And they actually said that they had the record. They timed it, and they they packed the lunches faster than any other group so uh, it's just kind of neat to be part of that and for me uh, being someone who's come from outside of the community it's really important to even more so for me even because I'm not from the community originally that I do contribute in those ways and and try to get involved in those ways because it helps you be part of the community
Sorry, I'm driving. This guy's slamming on his brakes in front of me. So, like I said, if you if you have a project that you work on, if you have a charity that you give to or volunteer for, um, and you want to talk about it on the podcast, or if you want me to mention it on the podcast, I'd be happy to do that. And especially, uh, you know, I'm always always looking for guests that have exciting stuff going on. Um, even if it's not an organized charity, I've got friends who do other other great things for the community, and, and those are the kind of things I'd like to highlight. Um, so if you get a chance to uh, drop me a line, you can go to itsrare.com, or you can go to my uh, Facebook page, It's Rare, or over to the podcast site, and you can actually even send me a voice message right through the podcast site. So if you have anything that's on your mind and you want it talked about on the podcast or, uh, like I said, if you want to come on, let me know and we'll see if we can work it out, all right? Uh, I hope everybody is uh, continuing to enjoy things. And I'm actually I'm, I'm driving some on my way down to, uh, I'm going to go see my mom and my niece. And I'm hoping that I'll be able to get my mom to uh, come on the podcast and we'll do an episode and we'll get an update for all of you on what's going on with my mom's house and what's the deal with the squirrels Um, so you can hear the story that Porsche makes me tell over and over and you can hear it straight from the horse's mouth so I, uh, I hope to have you share this podcast with your friends. Let them know. Um, I, like to have, I like to have guests on today. I'm just kind of giving you the update uh, from the car. But I'm planning on going out, doing some updates from the trail. going to go out, um, obviously, on the Cuke Outlet Trail, but also uh, on other hiking trails around the area go out to different locations that are that are exciting that that I think might be of interest to you and again if you have any of those send them my way and uh, like I said share this with your friends make sure you go on Facebook and like the It's Rare page and uh, everybody have a great night <laughs>